0: Welcome back to the Freezing Nomad Podcast. I'm your host, Perfect Nomad. So today is Monday, April 16th, 2018, and I'm going to talk to you about Overwatch Retribution, an update that rolled out six days ago on April 10th, a day before my birthday. So thank you, Overwatch team. I'm going to go ahead and believe you guys did that for me because I am special. So thank you again. (laughs) uh, All jokes aside, this uh, black watch event is spectacular uh, as i said it's a, a black watch mission as opposed to the overwatch mission that happened last year as the uprising this story takes place about eight years before the uprising the overwatch team rolled out a comic called retribution and it starts off with uh, gabriel reyes which is a reaper just shooting shooting the crap with mccree inside an overwatch building and it, it just blows up and they barely make it out alive. And Overwatch does like a, a little recon intel thing, and they find out Talon, the uh, the organization, is behind all of it. Specifically, Antonio. Now, Antonio is a character we are. I don't. I don't believe we were introduced to before this comic. So um, it's really interesting to see how this, uh, how they release this comic to to segue into this event. Um, Gabriel Reyes is extremely upset with what happened. You know, his one of his closest friends was hurt, so he wants vengeance. You know, we we know he becomes the Reaper. There's something dark inside of him already. So it's really cool to see because at the end of the comic, uh, spoilers by the way. There's going to be a lot of spoilers if you haven't played this yet, which I'm going to assume most of you have. But anyways, at the end of the comic, there's a little Easter egg of Gabriel Reyes' face, just the way the shadows. Are on his face, make it look like uh, Reaper's Mask. I mean, it was a very obvious Easter egg, but I feel like it was worth mentioning. So you fire up Overwatch, and you take a look at the game. You you go into arcade mode or whatever section is there. You select Retribution. You fire it up. You go in, and you get a little video of uh, what's going to happen. So what happens is uh, Blackwatch... Which consists uh, uh, this mission consists of of Mora, Gabriel Reyes McCree, and Genji. Genji, uh, they I guess Black Watch took Genji in and they repaired him. They fixed him. This was also a, a time where Genji didn't know who he was or what he became. And he uh, there's a there's a very specific line during this mission where he says uh, he just wanted to be able to walk again. Because him and him and his brother got into a fight, which severely damaged Genji. So, anyways, back to this. Uh, so Blackwatch ends up finding Antonio. They they break into his headquarters, and they they find him. And Antonio antagonizes Gabriel. He says like, "Go ahead, arrest me. I don't I I don't care. You know, my my man will just free me, and I'll continue to do bad things. So, go ahead, slap on the wrist. Do it." Gabriel is like, you know what? You're right, and just takes him out, just shoots him, just plants one right in his chest. He goes flying out the window. Talon gets alerted to this, and they they just, they go after Black Watch, who's there. McCree is absolutely appalled by this, like by this injustice. He he agrees that Antonio was evil, but they had a plan, and he he wholeheartedly disagrees with gabriel like and he he vocalizes it through the entire mission and it's really cool to see these um, interactions <clears throat> excuse me uh, this whole entire mission is reminiscent to left for dead everything from the banter to the specialized units they have uh, an assassin which is very similar to the witch uh, they have a heavy troop assault which is like a combination of the tank and the charger uh this thing can pin you to the wall for reference uh just like reinhardt so you, you can see that the overwatch team or blizzard in general just loved left 4 dead and just took all the good parts of left 4 dead and threw it in this little event it's a very quick event but it's extremely fun you know and, and you kind of get to get, play a character you might not have been able to play before um I, I I played Genji in this. I never play Genji, and I feel like my Genji game has improved because of this um, this event. So, as you're you're fighting through the characters, they have to the breach of the first this first area, and you're fighting off waves upon waves of uh, Talon troopers. They're they're coming in through the through random doors. They're breaking through the ceiling. the The door blows up, and you're able to go through. You encounter a, a sniper that can take you out extremely quickly. You know, it's Genji's job to, like, I guess distract her. You you can play, like, a lore mission, but, you know, you can play however you want. But it's so engaging because the characters are just saying things, and you learn more about these characters in in depth because this is eight years before Uprising, and it's Overwatch history that you get to experience. It's almost like an archive, which is what this entire thing they're calling now, Uprising and Retribution, it's now Archive's. Because that leaves the door open for future um, events like this. So that crossing fingers, we get to see more next year. But anyways, back to this. Um, y- you learn more that uh, McCree and Genji were really cool with each other. McCree tries to make light of the situation. Talks to him like, hey, why'd you join Blackwatch? Why did you repair yourself that way? And Genji simply answers, I wanted to be able to walk again. And you can tell that Genji is he's not the Genji that we know he's not the peaceful cool dude uh, that Zenyatta taught him to be because he hasn't met Zenyatta at this point point. and you, you can just hear the seething rage and he's he's got something dark within him and it's really cool to know that Genji is that's not the Genji we know so it, it, it's cool to see what he once was and what he is now. So that's freaking cool to me. McCree, I mean, he's always been like the cowboy. He's always been like the cool, calm, collect guy. But I feel like when he was younger, he was more chill. He was more joking. But, you know, still not cool with authority. Because you know him now. He's like a vigilante of a, sort of a sort. He doesn't play by the rules. But he's got his own rules. But in a, in a sense, I would say he's like Batman, where he tries to do more of a justice thing than just revenge killing. Vareas, Gabriel, we already know that he turns into Reaper, that he's a terrorist and everything like that, but it's cool to see that he wasn't a bad guy at one point. He just kind of took matters into his own hands, but he's a little extreme. And Moria's is just Moria. but there is something peculiar about her when Gabriel shoots Antonio. She doesn't really react to it negatively like the other two do. She kind of like... Her her face, and I know Blizzard does this. They make subtle facial cues with characters when they know something or something like that, like an Easter egg. She doesn't like look shocked or anything. She she looks more interested or she suspected it. I don't know if that's just more his nature, but man, if you go back and pay attention to that, you're gonna be like, hmm, you're onto something there. But yeah, I mean, this this event is great a lot of fun, you, if you're an Overwatch lore fan, it's it just crams all of that into one, and it's really neat to, to see all that so, yeah, go and play it, check it out Let's, I'm gonna go over uh, some new stuff like the new skins and uh, uh, whatever else is new, so next segment so, as you know Overwatch team loves to spoil uh, its user base. Alongside with this Uprising <laughs> Blackwatch event, Retribution, Dirt, Uprising's in there too, but whatever. They like to give us uh, skins with like every event or every patch they do. So some of our uh, favorite people got some really cool skins. Uh, May got her cool skin called Pajama, where she's in her uh, Olympic summer outfit with her little pjs and the the slippers which you could actually buy from the blizzard gear store super cute i think i might buy a pair because of this skin a doomfist got a really neat skin he has hair in this one man he looks really really cool um but i still like the black hand skin that's just my personal opinion makes him look like an orc so that's pretty pretty rad hanzo got a skin where uh some speculation that he uh that this is his skin when he was a part of the Shimada clan and a little bit after the fight of with genji because hanzo took up the bow after he fought genji so some people are saying this is that skin that to represent that which would make sense because this is a retribution event in overwatch's history eight years before uprising um reaper Got a brand new skin, which they re-recorded every single Reaper line for this skin. So if you have a Reaper line uh, attached to the skin, uh, the voice actor will say it in his uh, in, in Gabriel Rea's voice and not Reaper voice. And fun fact, the guy who voiced uh, Blue from Foster's Home of Una- Imaginary Friends also voices uh, Reaper. <laughs> How freaking awesome is that? Voice acting is amazing, but I can go... Days upon days about talking about that. Uh, moving on. Winston got a brand new skin. Uh, it looks like a prototype for his current uh, default skin. It's got little propellers on the top and wires hanging out. And Not many people like this one, but I like it solely for the fact that overwatch team pours their heart and soul into everything that they make. So I think it's really unfair to say that a certain skin just looks crappy. It doesn't look crappy guys. Let's, let's be honest here. Let's be real. You're just saying this because you're mad that Winston didn't get like flashy stuff. It it's an, it's a historical event in overwatch and this skin perfectly represents that. So take it for what it is and appreciate what overwatch team has given you. Uh, Sombra got a brand new skin which I think is funny to me because she looks she's got like a Rihanna haircut from like the early 2000s which is really funny to me to think that Overwatch is set in the future and they have hairstyles from the past (laughs) I mean I guess this makes sense as I just said this is a historical event in Overwatch but I don't think Overwatch was in our time (laughs) Uh, my favorite skin I would probably have to say is the Lucio one that came out because this is his Uh, concept art skin that they decided to put into the game um i think i read an article somewhere that i I don't know if it was jeff kaplan or somebody who who's higher up in the overwatch team they uh they didn't want to put this skin into the game as his default because the pants would be too distracting if you don't know the pants have uh uh equalizers on the pants that like glow like it's super cool it's like one of those think geek shirts that light up well his pants do that in the game they were afraid of visual clutter if i read correctly but this is overwatch there's visual clutter everywhere it's like League of legends so you just you can't see what's going on in your screen or like any other mode but like like heroes heroes of the storm don't even get me started on that but yeah i think this is the, one of the coolest skins to date um i i mean i still rock the jazzy skin because i think that's kind of cool that the music changes that's the only reason why i stick with that skin i haven't bought this one yet i'm hoping to get it in a loot box but man it's a great skin and Hats off to the Overwatch team for creating this. Moira also got uh, a new skin. Or technically old skin. Ha ha, because this is a past event. Ha ha. Uh it's it's her Black Watch skin. And it's not that Valkyrie one that most people thought we were gonna get. It, not the uh the one with the horns, but this is uh Moira and her early days of Black Watch, and she's got like a really cool, like a like a green beret cap. In Blackwatch style, it, it looks incredible. Um, funny thing, my girlfriend actually pointed this out to me. If you, if you turn Moira around and you see her pack with like all her, um, her genetic s- slime, whatever it is, I don't know what it is, but if you turn it around, it looks like a complete prototype than what it is compared to her, uh, her default skin. So, again, Overwatch team just spoiling us with like all this juicy lore and just hiding these things in plain sight. I don't think I saw anybody talk about about it like from the Overwatch team, but if you just dig deep and just look at these these skins, it looks incredible. So, good stuff. Just really really good stuff. And of course, uh Gabriel McCree and Genji have their skins uh returning from last year's event, Uprising. Uh, there's also a few new uh, victory poses and emotes. Uh, Junkrat and Roadhog both got one. And correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, Roadhog, we've never seen his last name. Or, I mean, we know his first name, which is Mako. He he says it with a banter between him and Junkrat. But in this new uh, victory pose, Junkrat and Roadhog, they're doing like a mugshot. And it has their their names on it. So let's see here junk we we know his name is jameson fox but i i didn't know roadhog's last name which was uh it looks like rudal edge rudal edge yeah rudal edge mako rudal edge i didn't know that was his last name so again really cool part of uh overwatch lore moira also got a, a new uh emote which is like her holding a flask and heating it up with her uh genetic melty purple stuff neato stuff uh there's uh sprays where you can get through the uh achievements with uh, retribution, Moira's got a new spray of her, like, experiment, like, just looking at live things, which is super cute, uh, let's see here, um, I, yes, Orisa got a brand new victory pose, and that's that little dog she got for Christmas, uh, it's, it's looking her face, oh, super cute, I love Orisa, she's, don't even get me started on her, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's, like, so many cool things about this, uh, Overwatch update, on top of that you get to play the uprising from from last year. So it it's, I I personally think it's a little bit harder than uh this retribution event uprising is. But if you missed out on it last year or you didn't get a chance to play it a lot, now's your chance. But I mean, <laughs> retribution's really cool. I was a big Left 4 Dead fan when I was younger and you know, just playing this uh this mode brings me back. <laughs> so, it's incredible. Uh, Man, just, oh, good stuff. I could just talk about Overwatch all day. And you, you're listening to this. Talk to me, talk to you about Overwatch. So thank you for that. But man, that, that about wraps it up for this, this event right here. So thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Just many, many, many thanks. A huge thank you to you, listener, for bearing with me on my terrible podcasting skills that I'm still figuring out. Um, I'm planning on doing an episode at least once a week, maybe twice a week if there's a video game out there that I'm really enjoying. Um, if you want to contact me, you may do so on here on Anchor. Uh, you can contact me at Perfect Nomad on Twitter. Um, I also have an Instagram that I rarely use that I might be using more. Now that I know how to do it, (laughs) that is perfect underscore nomad. Uh, So, yeah, thank you again for listening and see you next week.